It's June 1st, 2022. Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe right here on Hawaii Public Radio, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. First up, we have Denise Lau, and she is with Dream House Charter School, and she is the... uh, the Student Success Manager, and we'll get to talk about something called the Verizon Innovation Learning STEM Camp for uh, middle school students. So hold on for that. But then right after that, we'll talk to uh, Jason Uiki and Jim Wyban, and they are they are conference organizers, uh, both uh, involved with aquaculture, uh, entrepreneurship, and, of course, uh, we'll talk about this uh, Tropical Ag Tech Conference coming up on the Big Island. But... First, before we get to that, I want to welcome uh, Denise Lau, and she is coming in from uh, Eva, all the way in Eva from uh, Dream Dream House, and there's a cool uh, event coming up that is uh, sponsored by, I guess, Verizon Innovative Learning, and it's a STEM camp for middle school students, and Denise, welcome to Bite Marks Cafe. Hi, Bert. Thank you so much for having me. So, Denise, what is a, what is a student success manager? Um, so my role as a student success manager um, this past year was my, my first year stepping out of the classroom coming from a um, social studies sped high school um, teaching role into the student success manager role at Dreamhouse, um, which is Hawaii's newest and fastest growing public charter school serving middle school students on the west side in Kalailoa. Um, so as student success manager, I um, kind of do, I wear many, many, many hats and every day looks different. It's um, definitely an exciting job. Um, some days I'm focused on supporting students um, who receive special education students. Other days looking at um, overall instructional strategies, supporting um, our coaches, which is what we call our teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other days I'm um, really dealing with um, just the day-to-day conflicts and different issues that come up with our students in that very fun time that is middle school. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, every day is different. So, tell us a little bit, a little bit about this Verizon Innovative Learning STEM Camp. I mean, what is a uh, what's it, what's I mean, is this a, a thing that Verizon does, and and how do, how does um, uh, Dreamhouse get involved with this? Yeah, so we were really fortunate to be able to partner um, with Verizon Innovative Learning this year. Um, This program is the education initiative of the Verizon Foundation, Mm -hmm. um, and it's a national program that is currently um, taking place throughout 50 different college and university campuses across the country. Um, and the goal of it is really to um, reach underserved communities um, to be able to give students access to next-gen technology skills, design thinking, entrepreneurial entrepreneurial mindset. Um, and we were able to um, find this program through our partners at Kauai Community College um, who have already had this program um, take place with them last year um, and are doing it for the second time this year. They are branching out um, into Honolulu Community College, where um, we are hosting um, the program there and bringing students from the Leeward Coast of Oahu to Honolulu Community College daily to be able to participate in this program. 
And and this event happening at uh, uh, Honolulu Community College is it open mm-hmm. to all middle schoolers, mil- middle schoolers uh, across uh, Oahu or or any place uh, throughout Hawaii. Um, yes, it is open to um, middle schoolers, not just um, not just those who attend Dream House, um, but our our target focus is um, students who will come from underserved communities. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, from our target is really the leeward coast, but any students who um, fall into that criteria are definitely able to sign up and participate, um, open to any incoming 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. I'm, I'm curious, Are there is there a uh, an application process? Do students need to share uh, the, you know, I guess maybe apply for the program and, and, and there's a selection process? Um, right now, the selection process is pretty simple. Um, our application is still live to for anyone to register online. Um, and right now, it really is just first come, first serve. Um, being that it's our first year, we're still um, working on gaining that um, awareness, gaining that traction for the program. And um, an awesome part of this program is that we also have high school and college mentors that oh. will be working alongside our instructors and they'll participate in a national mentoring program that um, supports high schoolers in reaching their college and career goals, um, supports college students in reaching their career goals, increasing their network and helping them to um, really, you know, work towards whatever those goals are. And so um, that is you know, also a unique aspect of this program. So, so Denise, you know, on a on a typical mm-hmm. day, what would take place during the STEM camp? Yeah, on a typical day, um, students transportation is provided um, out of Dreamhouse. So, students will um, either be dropped off at Honolulu Community College or hop on a bus with mm-hmm. us at Dreamhouse. Um, go on down to Honolulu Community College and be able to experience what it's like to really be on a college campus and what it's like to attend a class on a college campus. So jump into four different sessions throughout the day um, at Honolulu Community College focusing on um, design thinking, 3D printing, um, virtual reality, coding, um, creating different prototypes, um, really, really awesome some entrepreneurial skills that they'll get to engage with. Um, and then they will be able to have lunch at um, HCC's cafeteria with everybody, with their instructors. And then from there, they will um, finish up their last classes for the day, hop back on the bus, and um, get bused back to Dreamhouse. Oh, that sounds great. So where can people sign up for this program? Yeah, um, so sign up is really simple. Um, can be accessed online, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y, backslash uh, STEM, in caps, S-T-E-M, capital A, Achievers, STEM Achievers. Um, that will take you to the sign-up page where you'll just click Register. Um, you'll select Honolulu Community College as the site and then um, fill out the information that comes after that. So, Very good. Pretty and, simple. Yeah, that's great. And I'll put that uh, link up on our show notes. And this starts, awesome. uh, I mean, it actually starts July 1st. So applications Correct. are open now and a uh, good time to, to sign up for this. And, and yeah. Denise, mahalo for joining us. Thank you so much for having me.
And of course, we'll take a short break. And when we return, we'll be joined by Jason Uiki and Jim Wyban, co uh, co organizers of a conference coming up on. Uh, something called the Tropical Ag Tech Conference, and this is happening on Hawaii Island. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors Namea Hawaii and PCAT, Pacific Center for Advanced Technology Training. Welcome back to Bite Marks Cafe on Hawaii Public Radio. I'm happy to welcome Jason Wiki and... Jim Wyben, and uh, both of them are conference co-organizers. Both are aquaculture entrepreneurs. And, of course, uh, they're launching their inaugural Tropical Ag Tech Conference on Hawaii Island. I want to welcome you both to Bite Marks Cafe. Hi, Bert. Thanks for having us, Bert. Now, there's a little bit of noise in the background of one of your guys, uh, uh, wherever you are. So if if there's any chance of kind of kind of having a, a more quiet space it'd be really good but uh thanks for joining us and and of course i want to start with uh jim and you know jim it finally dawned on me that you are the jim y band that really was the was the key innovator that launched the the sort of shrimp industry in hawaii, <clears throat> in hawaii and and really across the world creating this uh specific uh, pathogen free shrimp uh, um hatchlings or keiki Yes. Yeah, yeah, I did that uh, some years ago, Bert, and it was uh, a fantastic uh, innovation. We wanted to solve the disease problems of the shrimp industry, and we developed these SPF shrimp in Kona, and it ended up uh, being a transformative technology that literally changed the world's uh, method of farming shrimp. And in the process, we created a brand new industry for Hawaii, which is the SPF shrimp broodstock export industry that they do about uh, $30 million a year worth of SPF shrimp broodstock are exported from Hawaii every year. Right. And this is an, we're talking international shipments. And and I got a credit to uh, uh, Greg Barber from Nelha, who was telling me the story about how this broodstock really gets sent out across, you know, to uh, markets all over the world. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, really, uh, it was quite a ride for us, I must say. Uh, And we did business, we sent shrimp broodstock to 26 countries around the world. And it literally changed the way people farm shrimp and uh, grew the industry about 6x, over 20 years, and uh, I've calculated a um, an effective uh, uh, cash flow event for that. We added about 200, uh, 25 billion dollars to the shrimp industry over that time. And and in terms of uh, uh, <clears throat> having that originate out of Hawaii, and you said that you kind of sold. Your your interest in the company, but the company in essence still does that operation here uh, in in Kona at Nelha. That's right. Yeah, the company uh, that uh, we sold the company to uh, subsidiary CP, which is the largest shrimp farming company in the world, and uh, they continue 
to operate out of Nelha, you, you know, using our site, using our stocks, and they are the largest broodstock supplier in the world, that company, and mm-hmm. they're still based at Nelha in Kona. Now, I, 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 I know we can talk about this uh, party for the rest of the show, but... Uh... Uh, you know, and 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 uh, I I want to bring Jason into into the conversation. But before we get into the egg uh, uh, conference, uh, Jason, were you, Jason were you involved with High Plan? Uh, you know, uh, that was the business competition uh, that took place I don't know several years ago. Yeah, I I was I was the executive director. I still am. High Plan is the producer of the Tropical Ag Tech Conference. Okay, uh-huh. but we ran a twenty five thousand dollar grand prize business plan competition. For Hawaii Island only, mm-hmm. and we we ran that for about five years. Uh, gave away about two hundred thousand dollars in cash and and prizes, and it ended up being a, a entrepreneur discovery uh, exercise for us. And and it's basically in evaluating that is the reason why we've pivoted to the Tropical Ag Tech Conference. Well, you know, I I, I do recall having. Uh uh Jim on talking about high plan and <clears throat> and uh I oftentimes um enjoy you know having <clears throat> folks that have gone through a a business plan competition and you know the, they always express the 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 promise and the uh the the hopeful i guess uh, next stage of whatever startup mode they're in you know as they go from business plan to actually launching their startups uh but but I guess between the two of you, you realize that uh, maybe a business plan can get you a certain point, and and if you're, uh, if the both of you are more in the entrepreneurial and and innovative space, uh, maybe Jim, you can explain what what was it that kind of got you to pivot out of the the business plan uh, um, competition world and 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 now venture into the uh, the conference world. Yeah. Well, we were, you know, we did the business plan competition for five years and it was, uh, you know, really successful. We were very happy with the results. But uh, when we, you know, looked at uh, the metrics of the five years of operation, one of the things we learned was more than half of the companies that were uh, going through the, our process were from the ag sector. So, you know, which is to be, you know, understood, yeah, it seems obvious that it's the big island, you Mm -hmm. know, and what do we have here on the big island? It's a lot of land and a lot of agriculture. And so that was no surprise that uh, more than half of our contestants were in ag. And four out of the five grand prize winners were ag companies. So when we did our, you know, analysis, strategic analysis of what we learned in the five years of the business plan competition, we learned that, you know, most of the entrepreneurs were in the ag space and most of the innovation that we were seeing, you know, the winners of the competition, they were in the ag space. So we really felt we needed to pivot to be more uh forcefully engaged in the ag sector because that's what's happening on the big island. And, uh, you know, we came up with this idea of uh, convening a conference because we wanted, we felt that there just wasn't enough uh, native uh, innovation, that is innovation happening here on the big island. People didn't have enough of the inputs needed for innovation 
And so we thought the best way to get that to happen is invite a bunch of super smart people in the space, bring them here to share their ideas and share their knowledge and show the big island and Hawaii in general and show the world, you know, uh, what's happening in this in this space, ag tech. And so, Jason, you know, in, in terms of trying to pull together a, a conference in ag tech and I'm, I'm kind of curious about how the uh, let's say the from the business plan competition, you, you've you've seen innovations that that may be rooted in some of the uh, the local farmers. Uh, but but what was your source of of uh, expertise to now bring in the you know wh- whoever you want to have represented in terms of this innovation in ag? Uh, how did how did you seek those folks out, and and are they primarily here in Hawaii or or elsewhere? Yeah, so you know when we were operating uh, high health aquaculture, the SPF shrimp fruit stock company, mm-hmm. we we're doing business globally. And so we have a lot of international connections. And so when we took a look at it, we, at doing the conference, we really had to be kind of strategic about how we're going to position it. And so what we did was we positioned this conference to pretty much focus on the region of the tropics um, and small farm technology, because that's what the tropics have. And so we really tried to look at what speakers we could bring in to fill those expertise, uh, to fill the, uh, fill the information gap that we think is here and inspire people to come up with creative local solutions that could not just be applied to Hawaii, but then to the rest of the tropics around the globe. And so we took, took a look at it and we thought, hey, the other thing missing from most ag tech conferences is the biological side. And so we, we have a mix of, of everything from genomics to AI in the conference and invited uh, people that we thought had the right type of expertise to share that information and that knowledge and expose it to Hawaii. Now, you've, uh, you've kind of whetted my appetite because I, I, I want to uh, ask you about what some of the specifics, maybe specific types of examples of, of uh speakers or expertise that you will be introducing and give people a, a sense of what kinds of new thoughts and ideas are uh, going to be shared at, at this upcoming uh, um, Tropical Ag Tech Conference. But when I hold that thought, uh, we'll be right back after this short uh, break to continue our conversation with Jason Uiki and Jim Wyben, both uh, conference organizers. And, of course, we're talking about the inaugural Tropical Ag Tech Conference on Hawaii Island and how ag offers a way to diversify Hawaii's economy. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, whose contributors help Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Anchor Systems Hawaii. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe on HPR One. I'm Bert Lum. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Jason Uiki and, and Jim Wyman and their conference co-organizers. They're talking about the inaugural Tropical Ag Tech Conference on Hawaii Island. And, of course, uh, talking about how ag offers a way to innovate and uh, diversify Hawaii's economy. Right before the break, we are talking about how Jason was uh, seeking out some of the expertise that might be 
shared and and uh, uh, brought to Hawaii and and Jason maybe maybe get into some specifics like you you mentioned biology and you mentioned uh, AI you know what what is it that um, perhaps these speakers are involved in that uh, you are now you know sharing with the the rest of the conference attendees. Wow. Well, uh, we have a very distinguished group of speakers coming to share. I could spend the entire show talking about just one of them. <laughs> but, okay. Um, you know, on, on the breeding side, we, we um, think that the biological technologies get left out of the conversation of ag tech a lot. However, they are included. We're, we're talking about growing things. So mm-hmm. the biological... Biological technologies are definitely involved. And so year one, we're talking about breeding. We have people coming to talk about breeding for climate change, about the business of breeding, um, interesting that our, our speaker from Japan is from the Sui Corp, and they are the second largest seafood company in the world. They have a different take on breeding than most of the Western thought who do it for agronomics or the economics uh, in Japan, they do it for quality. So he's going to talk about breeding for taste and quality of meat in their aquaculture um, systems, and as well as some of the technologies and instrumentation they use in their grout systems. Another speaker, that session of, of the um, breeding part is going to be talking about CRISPR technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan Hopschrosser comes from Dr. Doudna's lab, who is a native, grew up in Hilo, and and uh, won the Nobel Award for for her work in genetics. So we're very very excited about just the genetic side. Uh, breeding is ag tech, and then on the digital side, which most people think of, we have experts coming to talk about uh, all the different technologies, everything from, you know, AI in terms of remote sensing, both uh, um, optical sensing and and more chemical or other types of sensors, other IoT um, applications, including autonomous vehicles. And so we just have a, a really well-rounded um, group of speakers that are going to talk about the latest technologies and how we might be able to apply that to the tropics. When, you know, um, well, I, I, I got to remind you to tell us when is this all taking place because I want people to, you know, check it out and, and maybe, uh, you know, even uh, participate in it. Um, <clears throat> but before before we get that, uh, Jim, you know, in terms of all this great sort of innovation in, in ag, how do you see this uh perhaps catalyzing or fueling uh, activities on the Big Island? Uh, will there be sufficient transfer of knowledge that now people or farmers on the Big Island could incorporate some of these technologies or innovations? Uh, I think that's a definite possibility, Bert, and that's what we're, why we're bringing this together. You know, when you put a bunch of smart people in a room, things happen, kind of magic happens, and we anticipate uh, emerging from the conference new relationships, and even more important than new relationships are actual projects to come out of this, like 
some corporate one of the corporations that's here maybe wants to do a demonstration project to show you know put in place uh the technology that they've developed and are sharing and you know maybe there's some grad students or undergraduates that come to the conference and they they get inspired by some uh technical innovation that's being described by one of the speakers and they go up and meet that person and she tells them you know, hey, you could be a grad student in my lab or whatever, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. the idea of bringing people together to share these ideas and from that uh, soup of great ideas, see what emerges. We see it as kind of the first step in, in towards building a longer uh, uh, program around tropical ag tech so that this technology that's, you know, cutting edge and absolutely huge everywhere else uh, in terms of investments and and what's happening in the industry in the ag industry. It needs to be. It needs to come to Hawaii. This these technologies are how we make agriculture more efficient, more productive. How the farmers can make more money. It's by using these technologies. So that's what that's our vision for it. And 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 Jim, you you mentioned that uh, this is the first one. This is the inaugural. Have there been other egg conferences like this in Hawaii, or is this kind of like the first one really featuring some of the the, the latest innovations? Well, I think of the uh, the ag tech focus for us. This is the first in Hawaii that I'm aware of. You know, there are other ag more generalized ag conferences happen, you know, every year, the Farm Bureau and mm-hmm. such. Right, but right. this is the first one that really has focused on the um, ag tech space with an emphasis on tropical ag tech. And I must say the lineup of speakers uh, we have, you know, Jason more covered the subjects uh, and uh, the names. We have some really big names. I mean, we have, okay, one guy, Arma Kukutai, He's the CEO of a company called Plenty, Plenty, like abundant, Mm -hmm. Plenty. Mm -hmm. It's a vertical farm company that's currently valued at about $1.6 billion. You know, it's an authentic unicorn company. And he's coming to Hawaii. He's going to tell us all about how they're doing their thing, you know, in the vertical farm space. David Slaughter from UC Davis, he's like the center of the Silicon Valley Davis community in ag tech. And he's going to be talking about their smart farm initiative, which is all around, you know, that's the center of agriculture in California, which is like one of the most important industries in the whole world. And David Slaughter is like a key guy in that industry. So, you know, we have some really heavy hitters coming Really now, now this is this is uh, this is great, and of course, uh, I'm, I'm sure everybody is just you know waiting to hear when is this taking place, and how can people actually sign up to attend this conference? Yeah, Jason. Yeah, so just okay. Log on to oh, our sure. website. It's tropagtech.com. You can find all the information about the program, our speakers, and then register there. There is a Kamaaina rate, and uh, to get that, you can use the code Kamaaina, 
you can share that with people. Just don't put it on social media because <laughs> okay. we're using the honor system on this. And, and tying to Denise really quickly, you know, we have a, a partner who has helped sponsor a really cool special rate for, um, for our, our younger students in the community. For, they can attend for $25 what? virtually. And they, all they have to do is make a request to info at trapagtech.com and submit some information. Okay, Jason, that's good stuff, and I wish I could uh, go on and on, but I've got to uh, move on here. But I'll put that up on our show notes. Jason Wiki and Jim Wyband, conference organizers, talking about their inaugural Tropical Ag Tech Conference in Hawaii Island. I want to thank you both for joining us today. Thanks, Thanks, Bert. And, of course, thank you for listening to Bite Marks Cafe. Join us next week when we'll hear from cybersecurity on the Meta platform. And, of course, if you miss any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HBR every Wednesday or anytime via the HBR app, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. You stay safe. You stay awesome. We'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. Don't go away. Reveal is next. 